And uh, it's become clear to me the clinical data is fraud. And um, interestingly enough, since that podcast went out and uh, the news is kind of floating around Wall Street, that the, the whole clinical trial may be fraudulent, which I believe it is 100% in my opinion. Um, no one from the mainstream media has reached out to her. I'm going to break some news today. Um, she's been contacted by Wall Street. Investment bank wow. wants to get, her, to get her on a call with institutional investors, pension funds, hedge funds. And they also wanted to go to a, perhaps a, a live conference they hold to speak to 4,000 people. So let me make a point here. The mainstream media may ignore this. Wall Street is not. Wall Street is going, and it's already started. Moderna stock is down 70% from its high. Pfizer's down 19%. So we don't need the mainstream media because uh, my goal has been to get these stocks to start underperforming. And they started underperforming before I started to get more uh, notoriety. So it's not, it's not due to me. People smarter than me were already figuring this out. Um, and I want you to know Wall Street's rallying to this. I'm getting lots of inquiries from former colleagues, and people want to know what's going on. So nothing will convince uh, a sleeping public or those not awake yet uh, than uh, red stocks or collapsing stocks. Money talks, BS walks. My whole career, uh, my job was to be ahead of the news and be a lead steer. And we didn't wait for the Wall Street Journal. So you're a futurist. You're a, you're a trendsetter. Well, that, well that, that's what we call stock picking. And you know what's funny is uh, when I take my stock picking skills outside of the realm of stock picking, I'm called a conspiracy theorist. Um, so basically, you're a stock picker, Alex, and you don't even know that, but you are. That's what we do for, that's what I did my whole career was to connect the dots with 30% of the available information and, and bet capital on my predictions. So this is, a, this is an investment thesis that I'm making. I can say that it's fraud because I'm talking to investors. I don't, I, I don't need to prove it. And you it. said I, this a week and a half ago, and it's all going down just like you said. That's what's credible. I think there's an asymmetric information uh, situation going on in the insurance industry where some people have figured out something's going on, uh, and they're offloading their risk. They're not going to say what it is because they don't want that information to get out as they un un unload the risk. So someone's going to be the bag holder on this in the insurance industry. So that I found very interesting. Um, and let me just back up. Uh, you know, I believe this is fraud. And unlike other frauds where people lost money like Enron or, you know, just other classical frauds we've seen throughout our financial history, people are dying and being maimed. Okay, this is this is a fraud that goes beyond the pale. And uh, we now have three sources of information that something's going on. We have the VAERS database which a lot of people like to poo-poo. We now have the DOD leak that Tom Rents got. And now we have the insurance company results and the funeral home results. If I wanted to cover up the debt crisis, um, I would do exactly what I said in my pinned tweets. Um, I thought like a criminal, and it wasn't that hard to come up with that uh, because you know, if you're gonna have a debt crisis and the pensions can't get paid, and the social contract is already broken. Most people don't know that yet. You're going to have to um, have a system in place to control the riots, limit travel, um, control bank accounts. And here we are. We see Trudeau controlling bank accounts under uh, the guise of medical tyranny. 
uh, to help us because you know we're we're so at risk from a virus that 99.9% of us survive. If this is a plot, which I don't have any evidence for, but you know, if I was running the show, this is exactly what I would do if I wanted to prevent people from figuring out that uh, I blew up the world with the sovereign debt problem. Um, it's not going well for them at all. Um, you know, they you can't hide the bodies. And that's the sad thing about this. The bodies are piling up. Experience the next level in high-powered energy nootropics with our latest Brain Force offering, Brain Force Ultra. Now it is easier than ever to take in the new liquid form with eight beneficial super ingredients. Brain Force Ultra is the result of years of enhanced formulation. Free of toxic additives, each ingredient is specifically selected for its many key properties. Some of the proprietary super ingredients behind Brain Force Ultra include guarana seed, which is loaded with energy compounds and antioxidants that have been used by Amazonian tribes for centuries. Alpha-GPC, a natural compound found in the brain that delivers an essential nutrient, choline. And Ginkgo Leap, which is also known for its exceptional antioxidant content. This product is more than twice the servings of our Brain Force Plus as well, so you know it's packed full of the good stuff. Destroy that brain fog today and secure your bottle of Brain Force Ultra before it is completely sold out at InfoWarsStore.com. Edward Dowd is our guest. He's worked for BlackRock. He's worked for HSBC. You name it as an analyst and stock picker. And, of course, he went on a week and a half ago or so on Steve Bannon's show and just laid out his predictions about what was about to unfold and what was about to happen. And his predictions have come true. We've seen a 70% drop in Moderna. We've seen a 13% drop or so uh, in Pfizer. We're seeing... Uh, major governments say don't give the shots to children. Uh, we're seeing even U.N. officials come out against it. A huge event is taking place. I've got an article we're printing right now. Uh, we'll cover it next segment. The government of Scotland will no longer release death data, saying it's being misrepresented by anti-vaxxers because the death numbers are way up. And then he was mentioning this earlier, huge, huge numbers. Insurance groups sees death rates rise up to 40% over pre-pandemic levels. That broke a few weeks ago. Now other major insurance companies are showing similar or higher numbers. I've been following Edward Dowd for a long time. He's a former Wall Street professional. And you can say a BlackRock insider, HSBC, you name it. And I've read a lot of his uh, work and seen a lot of his uh, predictions come true. He's worked all over Wall Street, uh, the sell side, the buy side, expert in fixed income, equities, capital markets. He's currently trying to start a hedge fund and got a lot of other stuff going on. And he's here to talk about the Pfizer fraud, the VAERS database, insurance companies saying increased deaths of 40%, the DOD leak, the vaccination program, and so much more. We've got the Moderna stock, uh, you know, plunging all this other craziness. So Edward Dowd, thank you so much for joining us. Great to have you here. Where should we start today? I'd like to start with what's going on with Pfizer because if, uh, People wake up to the fact that it's fraud. We can end the vaccine programs right away. And uh, that'll be a, a good start to ending this nonsense and madness that's going on across the globe. So let me start there. What would you like to know first? No, you're the expert on this. And, and I know you've been predicting a lot of this. I've seen your writings. It's now happening. We see Moderna going down. We see Pfizer putting out stuff to their uh, shareholders saying, get ready for bad clinical data to come out. They try to suppress. I mean, you're lay it out for us. All right. So. Uh, the CDC 
and the uh, I'm sorry, the FDA and Pfizer together are now trying to prevent the clinical trial data from the first initial vaccines that launched in January. Uh, and so for me, when I heard that, I immediately thought that's fraud. You do not hide data from the public unless you've committed fraud. And uh, we saw all the, the, the deaths and the um, disability going on. So we knew that this was a, a cover up of crimes. Uh, once I went public with that and appeared on the Steve Bannon show, uh, Brooke Jackson, the Ventavia whistleblower who was uh, overseeing some of the clinical trials uh, back in September of 2020, reached out to me and I did a podcast with her on the Thomas Paine podcast. And uh, it's become clear to me the clinical data is fraud. And um, interestingly enough, since that podcast went out and uh, the news is kind of floating around Wall Street, that the, the whole clinical trial may be fraudulent, which I believe it is 100% in my opinion. Um, no one from the mainstream media has reached out to her. I'm going to break some news today. Um, she's been contacted by Wall Street Investment Bank. Wow. Wants to get, her, to get her on a call with institutional investors, pension funds, hedge funds. And they also wanted to go to a, perhaps a, a live conference they hold to speak before 1,000 people. So let me make a point here. The mainstream media may ignore this. Wall Street is not. Wall Street is going, and it's already started. Moderna stock is down 70% from its high. Pfizer's down 19%. So we don't need the mainstream media because uh, my goal has been to get these stocks to start underperforming. And they started underperforming before I started to get more uh, notoriety. So it's not, it's not due to me. People smarter than me were already figuring this out. Um, and I want you to know Wall Street's rallying to this. I'm getting lots of inquiries from former colleagues, and people want to know what's going on. So nothing will convince a, a sleeping public or those not awake yet uh, than uh, red stocks or collapsing stocks. Money talks, BS walks. So this is my goal, is to wake up the country through um, uh, people seeing that there's something going on, and Wall Street is awake. That's amazing. And, you know, Edward, I saw you a week and a half ago or whenever it was on Steve Bannon and the news was so big because I separately had researched it and knew what you were saying was accurate. I didn't have the level of understanding you did. And then immediately started to see the actions. I, I think it's fair to say you telling the truth and bringing this out has contributed a lot to the beginning of the falling of this house of cards. I think it's fair to say when you've got Moderna down 70% and you've got Pfizer down 13% or whatever, this is seismic, and they're starting to run scared. I mean, this is a historic moment we're in right now. Absolutely. And, you know, I also want to say this hallucination nationally, the propaganda and the people who got the jabs, there's lots of people who got these jabs um, that, that didn't understand what was going on. And a lot of them are in the investment world. A lot of them are smart people. They were duped too. And some of these people that got the jab are doing the work on shorting these stocks because, you know, you can guess they're mad as hell. And uh, you've awakened the sleeping giant known as Wall Street, and Wall Street is on the move. The smart money's moving first. Um, as always, there's lead steers. Uh, uh, nothing gets um, going faster than a, a red momentum downtrending stock. So I think uh, those of you who still think nothing's going on, you don't want to be what I call 
uh, the bag holder. You don't want to be the guy taking the fourth jab booster and holding these stocks down to Moderna's going to zero. And I think Pfizer eventually goes sub $10 once the lawsuits come out. Now, there's a lot of questions about the indemnity that they have. Well, if fraud can be proven, which I think the case is, you know, 100%, um, then uh, fraud eviscerates all contracts. There's multiple case law about this. When one party enters into a contract, say a government, and uh, they were def and fraud was occurring when they entered into, them, into that contract, and the other party didn't know that, the contract is void and null. So there's no indemnity if this can be proven, and I think it will be. Wow. Well, please continue because, again, I saw your big band interview. I was already familiar with some of your work. I said, please get him on my producers. And now since a week and a half, everything you said started to come true. Uh, I mean, I'm just blown away by this. And, and, and as a layperson, that's what I thought was happening was these moves against Moderna and now Pfizer seemed like a lot of powerful people in Wall Street were going against it. And then to see the uh, top executives, not just the, the head of uh, Moderna, but others deleting their accounts, this shows me that it wasn't a pump and dump, but it shows a true real panic going on, uh, which shows me this is a seismic event. Yeah, it, it, the uh, Moderna is clearly in a downtrend. People are dumping it. Um, I think it's a zero uh, once the fraud comes out. They're a single product company. Pfizer has a lot of other products, uh, but they're gonna get a lot of lawsuits and uh, so that's going to cause their stock, in my opinion, humble opinion, to go you know, sub $10 at some point. So uh, Wall Street is waking up. Not everyone's awake. There's still a, a lot of um, what I call asymmetric information, meaning some people are figuring it out and others are still unaware and asking questions why these stocks are underperforming. I'd like to highlight the mainstream media seems uh, puzzled as to why these stocks are going down. Um, and I'd like to alert the mainstream media they're going down because of the vaccine uh, deaths and injuries that are starting to show up in insurance company reports and uh, funeral home company reports. Funeral home companies are gross stocks. Uh, they had a great year in 2021 compared to 2020. They, they outperformed the S&P 500. The, uh, the peer group uh, of, of, of funeral home stocks was up 40 plus percent. The S&P was up 26 and they started accelerating price-wise in 2021 during the rollout of the vaccines, okay? So, you know, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to connect the dots here. I totally agree, and I wanna give you the floor when we come back in the next 40 minutes to really lay this out. Again, I don't know whether I would call Edward Dow a whistleblower, a Wall Street insider. That's why in my intro, I wanted to build it up because it's so huge what's happening. What's the best definition for what you're doing? Because I know our listeners are going to ask me, well, well, I mean, what is this, a whistleblower, an insider, a forecaster? What would you call yourself? Well, Alex, I, you know, my whole career, uh, my job was to be ahead of the news and be a lead steer. And we didn't wait for the Wall Street Journal. So you're a futurist. You're a, you're a trendsetter. Well, that, well, that's what we call stock picking. And you know, what's funny is uh, when I take my stock picking skills outside of the realm of stock picking, I'm called a conspiracy theorist. Um, so basically, you're a stock picker, Alex, and you don't even know that, but you are. That's what we do for, that's what I did my whole career was to connect the dots with 30% of the available information and, and bet capital on my predictions. So this is, a, this is an investment thesis that I'm making. I can say that it's fraud because I'm talking to investors 
I don't, I, I don't need to prove it. And you it. said I, this a week and a half ago, and it's all going down just like you said. That's what's credible. Edward Dowd, stay right there. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, let me just uh, back up. So the first company to report this was One America uh, in January. Um, I saw that report, and I got it on Zero Hedge. I grabbed the Chamber of Commerce video, got it to Dr. Malone, uh, Steve Kirsch, and uh, that started to uh, go viral. So that was the, the beginning. Um, I said, okay, we have one. Let's see what the others say. And uh, they reported the first week of February. Let me just give you some shocking numbers uh, of what, what we saw. Uh, Unum insurance. Now I'm comparing Q4 uh, loss ratio or death claims uh, versus the 2019 base rate. Okay. Uh, Unum plus 36%, Lincoln National plus 57%, Prudential plus 41%. Uh, Reinsurance Group of America plus 21%, Hartford plus 32%, MetLife plus 24%, and um, Aegon, uh, which is a Dutch insurer, saw on their U.S. arm uh, plus 57% in the fourth quarter. In the third quarter, they saw a 258% increase in deaths or claims. We don't know the actual numbers, but it's, this, it's a shocking number. Um, and let me just also note one thing that happened in Aegon's quarter. Uh, on the conference call, they um, were asked about what their expectations for mortality were in the U.S. They raised expectations by 300,000 for 2022 over 2021 due to COVID and what's called indirect COVID, which I think we know what that's code for. Um, they also did in the fourth quarter an interesting transaction. Now, this is speculation on my part, but I think it's good speculation. They did a $1.4 billion reinsurance deal with um, um, Wilton Reinsurance, or Winston, I can't remember, Winston or Wilton Reinsurance. Uh, and on the conference call, I, I went into the conference call transcripts, a sell side analyst seemed very confused about why they would do the deal. The economics of the deal looked very unfavorable to Aegon. Um, I suspect, uh, in a year or two, the deal will look very favorable. And what they were reinsuring were high face amount individual policies. These are policies, you know, from 1 million to 10 million, these big, big policies. So I think there's an asymmetric information uh, situation going on in the insurance industry where some people have figured out something's going on uh, and they're offloading their risk. They're not going to say what it is because they don't want that information to get out as they un un unload the risk. So someone's going to be the bag holder on this in the insurance industry. So that I found very interesting. Um, and let me just back up. Uh, you know, I believe this is fraud. And unlike other frauds where people lost money like Enron or, you know, just other classical frauds we've seen throughout our financial history, people are dying and being maimed. Okay, this is, this is a fraud that goes beyond the pale. And uh, we now have three sources of information that something's going on. We have the VAERS database, which a lot of people like to poo-poo. We now have the DOD leak that Tom Rents got. And now we have the insurance company results and the funeral home results. And they're reporting good numbers. Uh, uh, Services Corporation International today or yesterday reported they're, they're, they had great numbers and they're looking for uh, you know, continued growth. They didn't call out COVID, they didn't call out a vaccine, but we don't need to um, 
think too hard about this. Death should have gone down in the year that the miracle vaccine was rolled out, not gone up. And that's what we're seeing. So this is the most egregious fraud in the history of the nation, and it's global. I totally agree with you. The numbers don't lie. Plus, my own anecdotal evidence is people are devastated by these shots. Uh, I don't think this is going the way Bill Gates and BlackRock and some of the kingpins up at the top, like Klaus Schwab, thought it would go. Um, you know, I I don't have the, I don't have the uh, the information to definitively say any of those people are involved. But all I know is Pfizer's involved, and they committed fraud. No, I agree with you. What I'm saying is just to speculate as an American, as a, as, a, as a man, how would the system roll something out this disastrous when top scientists a year and a half ago warned this would happen? I mean, it's, it's not like they didn't know that spike protein injections do this or that it causes myocarditis and, and heart attacks. I mean, that was in CDC documents in October of 2020 before they gave the shots. Why would you do this? Well, look, I've... Um I'm on record speculating, and again, this is a thesis. It's not proven yet, but I put out a pinned tweet on my Twitter, uh, which I couched under the term of a dystopian movie, and um, pretty much everything I laid out in May of 2020 came true, okay? Um, and how did I get there? Well, you know, a lot of us in the financial world have been wondering when the, the, the debt bubble that we've been blowing the last several years is going to end, and when it ends... Um, it's not going to be pretty. And so when I saw COVID go down and I knew there was a debt bubble that had to end eventually, I said, well, if this is, we can speculate whether it was released on purpose or a convenient excuse. But I was able to come up with my pinned tweets because if I wanted to cover up the debt crisis, um, I would do exactly what I said in my pinned tweets. Um, I thought like a criminal and it wasn't that hard to come up with that uh, because you know, if you're going to have a debt crisis and the pensions can't get paid and the social contract is already broken, most people don't know that yet, you're going to have to um, have a system in place to control the riots, limit travel, um, control bank accounts. And here we are. We see Trudeau controlling bank accounts under uh, the guise of medical tyranny uh, to help us because, you know, we're we're so at risk from a virus that 99.9% of us survive. So. That's speculation on my part, but it, my tweets are very accurately proven to show that's what I would do if I was a, if I was in a. That's right, and we're going to come back in the next longer segment and show those. But your analysis is mine exactly. You got at the end of a Ponzi scheme, the social contract's broken. What do you do? You hit people with a devastating event. So now the very people that orchestrated the event pose as the saviors and then have the organized collapse, which they pretend to be the saviors of during said collapse. And, and that's basically the globalist post-industrial Great Reset model. And then the question is, how is their Great Reset going? And I would say not too well. People now know they're behind it. This is explosive. Stay with us. Well, Edward Dowd is a very informed, impressive individual. Been at HSBC as an analyst in a stock picker and uh, BlackRock as well, many other places. And he was on a week and a half ago with Steve Bannon and predicted all of what was about to happen with the stocks plunging and all the rest of it. The interviews are out there. We'll link to it today. Once the show isn't live, the archive of this interview at Band.Video with that interview under it. So he's calling it like he sees it. And his analysis with his pinned tweets here is like a prediction going back months and months ago 
of exactly what has happened. So please continue with the funeral home numbers, and I see those as well. That's not hidden. All over the Western world, they say it's unprecedented. You've got the cancer uh, diagnostic facility saying they're seeing explosive numbers. we got the VAERS system, uh, and then you were pointing out you know, some of the other uh, areas that are bringing numbers in. This is really something that can't be suppressed. And then I agree with you that this was done as a way to kind of have a pretext for why society broke instead of it being the fractional reserve banking and the fiat currency and the derivatives and the uh, scams that were run. But I don't see it going well for the managerial technocrat class, kind of the Davos class uh, that uh, obviously all the evidence shows is trying to ride this tiger. I think they're not riding a tiger. I think they've got a tiger by the tail. What do you say? Uh if, if this is a plot, which I don't have any evidence for, but, you know, if I was running the show, this is exactly what I would do if I wanted to prevent people from figuring out that uh, I blew up the world with the sovereign debt problem. Um, it's not going well for them at all. Um, you know, they you can't hide the bodies. And that's the sad thing about this. The bodies are piling up. And, you know, I know people are going to want to fact check me and I want to uh, say something about some of the things I've said to you. First of all, when I went on the Steve Bannon show, uh, people, I said I wanted to be a lightning rod. And people said to me, oh, are you worried they're gonna come after you? I said, no, I wanna be a lightning rod of people reaching out to me. And that's occurred. I have a team behind me. Brooke Jackson reached out to me, the Ventavia whistleblower, um, uh, an ex-insurance sell-side, highly ranked institutional investor, a sell-side analyst re reached out to me, and he's helping me with this insurance analysis. This isn't just me. Although I'm capable of it, he saved me about three week weeks worth of work, and he has some good insights, and he's an insurance expert. So the thing I want to point out about these insurance numbers that the fact-checkers might come after me on is these are group, we focused on group life policies. And that's important because you're going to see the results there first because that's mark-to-market. The contracts are signed every year. For instance, if you join a mid-sized company or a Fortune 500 company as a 25-year-old, you get you know, your health benefits, your dental, and you get some sort of life benefit. It's de minimis, 100 grand, 200 grand, something like that. And so these are working age people. These are not people that are depressed, without jobs, that are suicidal, overdosing on fentanyl, which is what the, the fact checkers will try to say. These are people with jobs that are working and employed. So that's an important thing to distinguish. And these contracts are marked to market. They renew them every year, so the data is fresh. The individual policies are done under a uh, different accounting system and will show up uh, in different ways more slowly because it's Byzantine uh, insurance actuarial accounting. So we're, we're not focused on that. We're focused on group life policies, and that's where these numbers are coming from. So fact checkers, fact check me all you want. Well said. So. Where do you think this is going? Well, I mean, you extrapolated the numbers out months ago. It's happened. What, what do you think is going to come next? And this route in biotech stocks, in gene therapy stocks, is accelerating. Uh, obviously, rats are going to leave the sinking ship. A lot of people are opportunists. A lot of folks, once they see Gates and Fauci and uh, others are in trouble, are going to turn against them. More whistleblowers are coming out faster than I can keep track of them. Uh, Project Veritas has a high level. FDA executive admitting it's all a fraud. I mean, this is like, it doesn't matter if the Justice Department doesn't act. These people are convicted in the public. What does that do to confidence in the system? So 
uh, let's talk about what's going to happen. Um, you know, part of my thesis is that Pfizer and uh, the FDA conspired, much like the rating agencies were um, uh, in on the financial crisis during the great financial crisis. That you know they were making too much money. They rubber stamped AAA bonds that went to zero or went down sixty percent. Um, it was due to money, the institutional imperative, which is when institutions. Uh, act on the benefit of, of themselves rather than their stakeholders. The FDA is doing the same thing. And Jane, uh, James O'Keefe's, I've been saying that the institutional imperative has corrupted the FDA. James O'Keefe basically had proof yesterday that that's true. It's all about the money. 50% of budget from the FDA comes from um, large cap pharma. So oh, oh, the, the, over years, the whole institution's been corrupted and the rubber stamping results. And that's why they wanna hide the data because the fraud will be exposed if the data is released. Um, so what, what do I think is gonna happen? Let me put it to you this way, they're caught. They're caught. What does that mean? Well, this is a different kind of fraud than we've ever seen because when other fraudsters got caught, there were regulatory agencies that would come in and save the day, DOJ, DOJ uh, SEC, um, FDA, if there was any kind of fraud in a, in, a, in, a, in a clinical trial, they're all captured or don't care, or they they don't. They're, they're, the government is not coming to save us. Okay, I would call so, that like type of co corruption singularity. Corruption. So you know, um, the corruption has moved in, in the dot com era. It was corporate fraud. Then the central banks pumped up the money. And then the fraud moved on to, it's a Ponzi scheme corporate. It, the, the fraud always has to find a home and it moved on to the uh, balance sheets of the central banks, and uh, not the central banks, the banks in the great financial crisis. Then it moved, Then they pumped up the money again after 2008, 2009. And the corruption's now at the central banks and the governments. So this corruption is just corruption writ large. And so because no one's coming to save us, the only way this is going to end is um, through political, um, you know, the politicians will turn on these partners of theirs. They may be un unwitting partners with these these people, and they will turn if the court of public opinion turns. And that's why we need to wake up more and more people across the nation as to what's going on. So that the politicians will rat out uh, everybody because that's what they do. They're rats themselves. Um, secondly, um, I expect it's gonna get worse before it gets better because they're caught, so they're gonna triple down. So I expect complete and utter chaos the next three or four months. Um, you saw what Homeland Security put out um, a week ago, that if you um, raise questions about the government institutions that sow seeds of doubt, you're a domestic terrorist. Because they, they, they see what's coming. So, I mean, I agree. None of this is the signs of strength. This is the signs of extreme panic and weakness. They're, yes. So they're caught. So what is a criminal? Think like a criminal. There's an old saying on Wall Street, think like a criminal to figure out what a criminal is So when the do. cops bust the person robbing the bank, he grabs the teller, puts the gun to their head. Right. So, uh, you know, what's the criminal? What's the criminal? What are these guys going to do? They, they can run while well, it's a global thing, so there's nowhere to go. So... Uh, they're going to triple down, and they're going to try to scare people into silence. I'm not going to remain silent. I agree with you. So the answer is telling the truth. Final segment with our special guest, Edward Dowd. Where do people find your work? I know Twitter, 
at uh, D-O-W-D-E-D Ward um, and also on Getter. Uh, where else can folks find the great work you're doing? Uh, I, I dump everything on Getter and Twitter. So it's uh, Twitter at Dowd Edward, D-O-W-D Edward, and Getter at Edward Dowd, D-O-W-D. So, All right, Edward Dowd, I, stay there. Final segment straight ahead. But I can say this. This is one hell of a time to be alive. I think they're trying to start this war with Russia as a diversion. They don't know what to do. Uh, what else are they going to pull? A cyber attack? You know, Biden says, oh, the Russians are about to launch a cyber attack. This is such an important time. What can we do to try to land this plane with no casualties is my question. Because I don't want war with the globalists. I don't want their scalps on the wall. I'd like to see them go to jail. People don't do this anymore. But I just want to stabilize the economy and not live in this evil. shockwaves of fear into the establishment. They thought they could control the media. They thought they could control the population. They thought we would accept the obvious depopulation right in front of us, but we didn't. You go back to Operation Lockstep and Event 201 and others, it's very clear this was an orchestrated event. And if you go back two years ago in Edward Dowd's tweets, as I was just showing earlier for your TV viewer, he was predicting all of this as an analyst and a stock picker could do, and he's here now. So in the six, seven, eight minutes we have left, I really appreciate you. We'll be watching what you're doing. We hope you'll join our other shows like Harrison Smith Weekday Mornings and Owen Troyer, 3 p.m. Central, whenever you like. But other things you'd like to impart to the several million people tuned in right now. Um, thank you, Alex. Uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for your bravery and um, what you do. It, it, without alternative voices, um, and you're a guiding light. Uh, to a lot of the alternative media. So I just want to thank you for your bravery and, and, and the, uh, the multiple lawsuits you seem to be under and the amount of uh, your personal capital you've had to spend on that. So I, I applaud you. Well, God bless one. you, brother. It's, it's well worth it. But thank you for the kind words. So you're, you're a smart guy. You predicted all this and you're dead on that the rats are leaving the sinking ship. What comes next or what else do you want to tell folks? Well, it's going to get worse from here, but it's, it, it, there's light at the end of the tunnel. They're not going to win. The awakening is happening so fast. And I, I saw your show uh, a couple of days ago where you do a, drew a graph of the awakening and it's going parabolic, like you said. And if I'm any indication of that, let me tell you what's happened in the last four weeks since I started really getting um, notoriety. I've had old Wall Street colleagues reach out. Many have had these thoughts that I've had, but haven't been able to express them for fear or not wanting to be seen as crazy. Um, and uh, I've had so many inquiries into all sorts of social media and people expressing the same kind of things. So the awakening is going parabolic and we're going to win. So uh, that's that. But it's going to get worse before it gets better. Don't be afraid. There's just not enough uh, people to, if you, you know, I guess what I want to say is I implore people to be brave now. And what that means is however you want it to be. It could be as simple as taking the information you've seen from Alex or myself about this fraud and showing it to a loved one who still thinks that this vaccine is the way to go and show them the stock prices, say Wall Street's smelling something bad. So this is a battle for the marginal mind and everybody in the country needs to start acting and having tough conversations with people that they love that may not agree with them. And we can change it one mind at a time. 
My job the last four weeks has been to have one Wall Street mind changed at a time, and it's happening. It's one phone call at a time. And what so, finally pushed you over the edge? Because I saw the stuff on Twitter going years back. You predicted this, but what made you really go on the offense four weeks ago? Well, so, you know, look, uh, God is involved here. I, in, you know, I, my voice was a lot smaller. And in September of uh, last year, I was praying to God to make me useful and of service. And then Dr. Malone came to the island in October. And uh, I was um, lucky enough through, through, I think, an act of God to go to the private dinners he was at to be able to present to him a document uh, called the Malone Doctrine, uh, which we don't need to talk about now. And uh, he and I have become friends. And due to my association with him, I'm now put in the spotlight. So I, I've had these thoughts. I've just had a bigger microphone to get them out. And uh, unfortunately, um, the data is so overwhelming that that's why my voice is rising. It's obvious to most people now that are awake that this is not a conspiracy theory. This is happening. People are dropping dead. People are being maimed. I agree. Well, it's like at a wedding, in case somebody wants to challenge it, you say, if anyone wants to challenge this wedding, let them speak now or forever hold their peace. Maybe the groom doesn't want it. Maybe the bride doesn't want it. Maybe the father, the brother, the cousin, old boyfriend. Well, this isn't a marriage of a man and woman. This is a marriage of death and evil and, and, and the new world order. So speak now or forever hold your peace. Like what you said, courage now. This is the time to be speaking out. This is the zeitgeist because they've made their big move. And if you don't stand up now, I think the Rubicon for them was the children. Even with the regulators in Europe and here saying, no, don't give it to kids. And, and finally, that seems to be the breaking point is, like with Tony Montana, the fictional character, where they want him to blow up the little girls in the guy's car. He goes, I told you, no women, no kids. There's that point where you're like, I can't be part of this. I agree. It's basically, um, it, they, 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 they cross the Rubicon. And it's a problem and people are not gonna stand for it. Well, I'm a decent judge of body language, and I don't take pleasure in this because they're dangerous. They're cornered, but I look at Fauci and Bill Gates, they don't look arrogant anymore. Klaus Schwab doesn't look arrogant anymore, they look scared. And it happened about two months ago, they start. They look really scared now, and they all, they're also acting scared, and you see that with the Moderna CEO and others running scared. I'm concerned though, what are they gonna pull now that they are cornered animals? Well, let's, let's talk about what I, I'm an observer of things. Fauci's been a no-show on the morning shows. He's kind of disappeared the last three weeks. That's very um, interesting to me. Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, is, is a no-show as bond market yields are rising and stock markets wobble. wobble. Where is she? Uh, where are the cabinet members? I don't see a lot of news coming from them. The only people I'm hearing from are uh, the crypt keeper, uh, POTUS puppet, Biden, and uh, Pisaki. Th those are the only two people I, I see. So there's something going on, I think, behind the scenes because of uh, the strange silence from a lot of the- Yeah, I mean, look at her body language. She looks like she's about in front of a firing squad right there. She's not arrogant anymore, is she? No, no. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think uh, they know some, they know they're caught. And this is the, you know, when, when you're caught, you disappear. And that's what's happening. Wow, we got three minutes left, brother. What else do you want to tell folks? We really appreciate all your great knowledge. Um, well, uh, let me think. 
I mean, we, we hit a lot of great stuff here. Um, why don't you ask me a question? Well, you know, once you leave, there's something you wish you were going to say. That's why I can always ask 100 questions. But what what else is it you want to get out there? Um, we're having an impact. And you're having an impact. And, you know, I think the big point I want to make out to people is what I said at the beginning of the broadcast. Wall Street is awake. And they're not happy. Uh, a lot of these people were forced to take jabs because of the firms they work for. But they, as they start to awaken to the fact that they were jabbed with a, let's call it a poison, uh, they're gonna, they're, the, the the capital behind uh, these stocks will quickly dissipate. Meaning the people who own them will sell the stocks, and the hedge funds will jump on these like sharks uh, uh, in the, when they smell blood. And these stocks will get pummeled, and that will waken up a lot of people. That's my biggest point when I drive home: is if you're trying to convince someone that there's something going on, show them the stocks and say. That's the smartest thing the I've heard. I never even thought of that. I'm so dumb. Tank the stock. That's what people really look at. That shows them. That creates a reality on its own. Absolutely. So many people don't actually look what's in it. They look if everybody's lined up to get it. But if we can show them that, absolutely. So my, my biggest concern is war. I, I think this whole Russia thing is how they try to distract us. But th that, luckily, the Russians aren't playing along. So that's got to really piss them off. In, in closing, in one minute, what else do you think the establishment pulls? Just gut level. But, you know, first thing in your um, mind, no, what do they pull um, next? Yeah, you just you just triggered. I was going to say something earlier, but I forgot to. Um, Go ahead. Look, I, I had no idea who Klaus Schwab was before COVID. Or what, or what the World Economic Forum was. But, you know, they seem to have, have had a coming out party. And this Bond villain, Bond accent villain speaking weirdo who wears a Klingon outfit um, told us in 2020 that the next threat is a cyber virus. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, so let's, let's, let's take him at his word. And well, then what happened in the fall? We had cyber polygon. A bunch of nations got together to war game this. So... I wouldn't be surprised if we saw the internet or electrical grids go down and they blame it on the Russians, the Chinese, uh, you know, Iranian hackers, North Koreans, whatever. I mean, this is this is not beyond uh, something that this is something I actually expect. I mean, if I had to predict something, it's going to be some cyber virus. I totally agree. I absolutely think you're right. All right, Edward Dowd, thank you so much. Former Wall Street professional, HSBC, BlackRock, you name it. And you can find him at D-O-W-D-E-D-W -E -D -W Award. You can find him right there. And we really appreciate you joining us and coming on the show. Great job. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate uh, your bravery. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. Paul Watson takes over. I got five minutes to do before he comes on. And Paul Watson takes over. Every day we're on air is precious. But what you just heard is dead on, folks. And... We are kicking their ass right now, but I'm not an arrogant person. Let me tell you, we got these people cornered, and we're like taking them out. They're going to fight back. So fight as hard as you can, folks, because this is minute-to-minute -minute warfare. We'll be right back. Stay with us. InfoWars is all about setting new trends, starting new systems of awakening. We are not here 
chasing and following Hollywood or the DC crowd or the New York elitist or any of these people's worldviews or ideas. We know who they are. We know what they're pushing. We know that their transhumanism is not a new idea. It goes back to the Garden of Eden. It is a satanic lie that we can transcend our bodies and become gods by uh, merging with these different systems that the corrupt globalist priesthood has built. And to get us to accept transhumanism, to get us to believe our bodies are evil and bad, and that only the state or biomedical systems can save us, they have created the whole COVID-19 hysteria and fear to brainwash and abuse our children with masks and poison shots to teach us that we're inherently evil and bad and have to have the satanic sacrament of the GMO gene therapy injected into our bodies for the privilege to go outside and go to the park or have a job or fly on an airplane. And that's why it's more important than ever to realize that humanity is desperate for the truth. And with the almost total censorship happening in mainstream television, now even the internet, that makes InfoWars more precious than ever. And so a lot of times we set trends that are new and trailblazing. In other cases, we bring back things that are old, but that are absolutely crucial because of the changing battlefield that we face. And a great example of that is DVD. I've made 20 plus films. We always sell some of them, even though DVD in the last decade has been phased out. And suddenly I noticed uh, that we were selling out of all of my old back catalog of films. And I asked myself, why is that happening? So we emailed some of the customers and asked them, why are you suddenly buying DVDs? And they told us, it's because we know we need to have a hard copy in our library. We know because of censorship, we've got to go back to the old days, Alex, when you would put your films out to the public and tell them to make copies of the DVD and we had a huge effect. Millions of copies were handed out to folks. And so organically, the listeners are trailblazing by going back to low tech to get around the censors. They're making copies of the DVD, giving it to others and telling them make copies of the DVD. So COVID land, the mask part two, incredibly powerful, an activist tool is now out, is now available. We want you to get it. We want you to make copies of it. We want you to share it. And when you do that, you get two films on one DVD, absolutely free with it, Dark Secrets Inside Bohemian Grove and The Order of Death. And then that funds our operation and the filmmaker's operation when you buy the one film. So it's available until the 13th at InfoWarsStore.com. February 13th, 2022 is your last chance to get COVID Land, the film, part two of the mask for $19.95 and get two other films for your library. And then I want you to take all three of these films and make copies of them and share them with everyone you know. We can only offer this again for the next two weeks until February 13th, and then this deal is gonna be over. Uh, I cannot express to you enough how important it is to let people know this is censored information, both the films on the occult and the globalist, and both the documentaries uh, that are out part one and part two on COVID land of the real history and what really happened and the real science that the globalists are desperate for you not to learn. So thank you all for your support. Get your copy of COVID land, the mask part two and part one as well at infowarstore.com.